Hey, what's going on, man? This is Otto. This is the mayor. Welcome back to the show. So now we are officially on to album number, what is this, eight? And Amir, what are we going to be listening to today? We're going to be continuing on with our Black Dahlia series. We're going to be listening to their 2017 album, Nightbringers. You got any expectations for this record? Honestly, with the way the albums have been going, they've just been getting better and better. Um, last album was phenomenal. Abysmal? Abysmal was great. Had a lot of good songs on there. Really riff-heavy, so I expected to kind of continue in that direction. Last album wasn't that dark compared to some of their previous work, but they did have some standout tracks in there. So you got some, uh, you got some good hopes for for this album, even though it's only nine tracks. Yeah, I feel like even though it's going to be a short one, that it, it it's going to pack a punch. All right, well, let's get into it and let's see how it compares to the others. So we'll start off with track number one. It's called Widowmaker. This one don't have lyrics. That's a shame. Now. Oh. Already oh, off to, shit. Yeah, already off to a pretty good start. Continuing off where the last album pretty much left off is very riff heavy. Great drumming so far. Unfortunately, there's no lyrics with this one so far. So we're kind of having to just listen to what we can hear. And... I hope that's not the whole album. I, like, I, I really hope they, they put lyrics on these songs. If you want, you can see if you can uh, you can look up the lyrics to each one of the songs. You can kind of just try to follow along that way. So just pull up the whole album, Nightbringers, and just see if you can have a lyric for each track. Yeah. 
apparently that's all it's about, like, a, I guess a sniper? Really? Of all, of all things? Yeah. It makes me wonder if it's about that one, like, Washington sniper. You mean the DC sniper? The D, yeah, shit DC. from, like, 2001, 2002? Yeah, it makes me wonder if that's what that song's about. track though I did enjoy it yeah that was a great track man good way to start off the album definitely now we'll have to go a little bit slower just so you can catch up on the songs that we're doing just to uh, luckily there's only nine tracks so the next one's called uh, of God and serpent of specter and uh, and snake and this is track number two What do you think of the album cover? I like it. It's, it's like, like haunting as fuck. Yeah. It's like down in hell somewhere. This is one of the one-off ones that we're not going to have I will say, though, they are very fast-paced songs. That they are. They're definitely faster. A lot of people consider this one of their, like, one of their better albums. Yeah, it is a pretty good one. I wish we had the lyrics so we could read along. Because honestly, that's what made some of our albums more great, was the fact that we could read what was, what was being said. Right. And we could just follow along. We could have a conversation about it. I wonder if somebody made, like, a, maybe a lyric video, like, playlist to go along with it. Great vocal technique. You've just gotten better throughout the years. Yeah, even after all those years of touring, since You know, this is 2017. This was 10 years after Nocturnal. Yeah, 14 years after they started, and his voice hasn't, hasn't really changed at all. If anything, it's gotten better. Oh, what a 
huge fan of yours. Oh man, I do, I do too. Like, I, I wish somebody made like lyrics to go along with each song and then like for every song in the album. Tell you what, we'll do the first four probably for part one, and then the last five we'll do for part uh, part two. But in between the break, I'll get my laptop and I'll try to pull up all the lyrics and stuff, and we'll just kind of follow along for the last half of the album. All right, that moves on to track number three. This is the title track, Nightbringers. No way, I think it's a good one. What? I think it's Matriarch. Oh, Matriarch, that's right. Yeah, this is track number three. It's Matrix. Let's see if I can look up the lyrics. Oh, oh lyrics. this one has it. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that, so you're, so you nailed it right on the head when you were talking about him murdering a woman who apparently has, is about to have a kid. Yeah, I'm guessing she's... And taking the child. I'm guessing she's pretty much, like, nine months pregnant. Literally about to have the child, but, like, this dude hunts her down, kills her, I guess does a C-section to remove the child and just kidnap the child away from the mother. In those last couple lines out there, he's like, you see that big old god up there? Well, he doesn't see me. That's basically, like, I'm assuming that's basically him, like, saying... You know... Was all the talk of the big almighty God. But he, and I'm down here doing this to you. Yeah. Apparently he didn't. Exactly. Still nothing's going on to prevent it. Nothing's stopping me. What a sick, twisted way. <laughs> wow, man. Man. That's crazy. Okay, let me check. Let me check these really quick just to make sure some of these have... Uh, okay, we got lyrics. Okay, okay, we got lyrics for this one. So why not the first two then? That's kind of weird. I don't know. Like... But this this is track number four. This is uh this is the track not the title track. Okay, this is a little bit slower paced. Basically, Nightbringers are basically talking about you know, creatures from hell yeah. and Satan and stuff. And coming up from the depths, instilling fear, causing chaos, turning everything to shit, pretty much. They've been nailing all of their solos in every album. The last couple of albums have been getting better and better with the solos. Like, not quite as much as the, their first two, but like from Nocturnal on, that's when they started nailing. Yeah, the first two albums really didn't have, like, highlight, they didn't really highlight the solos. Yeah. Because I guess they were still trying to find that sound, you know, they are still trying to find their comfort spot. Right. 
I will say, so far, I am loving this album a lot. This, this might go above a couple of albums for me, if it continues on by the end of it. track right there. We are flying through this. Yeah, I don't even think we'll need to, we'll need to do a part two. I think we can just fly straight through it. Yeah, I mean, so, they're, they're all, literally the longest track is the last track of the album. It's only five minutes. Right. Alright, well let's move on. Let's move on to track number five. This is my favorite track of the album. It's called Jars. So I want to, I, ho I hope you enjoy this one too. This one don't got it. Damn. <laughs> Balls. Why do some of them have them but not all of them? I don't know, that's weird. some significant meaning. Now, this is just going to sound so off-topic, but whenever I heard the name Jars, I thought it was going to be about that Walt Disney conspiracy about how they, like, froze the head of his body and kept it in a jar. <laughs> right. You know, it's probably not too far-fetched, because, you know, they, they, write, they, they write music about shit like that. Right. <laughs> like, dude, they wrote a whole fucking song about Dahmer, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not too far-fetched. 
That was easily the best solo we've heard so far. Me too. That's probably my favorite track on the album, besides Nightbringers. Alright, this is what, uh, track number six? Yes. Yeah, this this is another good track. It's called, it's called uh, Kings of the Night World. Yay! Oh. Oh, wait. <laughs> just get artwork? Well, we can, watch the, we can watch the video at least. Maybe the video will give us some, some kind of context. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder if, the, if, the, if the, the track name, Kings of the Night World, I'm wondering if that obviously is just a direct reference to, you know, Satan. Right. Because, you know, the album's called Night Bringers, Kings of the Night World. Or like demons or something like that, the rulers of the underworld, shit like that. Could be completely wrong, but I'm just trying to get I'm trying to give a little bit of context here if I could. destruction and chaos and they pretty much they view themselves as quote-unquote the Avengers seeking revenge against those who have wronged them so hmm. yeah pretty much like demons like but I mean I guess that could be about the devil because if you know according to like you know biblically accurate stories of like he once was an angel he got pretty much banished to hell and now he pretty much brings about evil into the world because of the that he felt he got wronged. 
So yeah, I guess you're, you're pretty much 100% spot on there. Interesting. That was a good track too, though. That was. Not really much of a music video, but I was really just no, mostly them playing I, and then showing pictures of the cathedral. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be more of like, <laughs> more of like an actual like story in the in the video, but no, it was just mainly the band just kind of rocking out. All right, well, uh, this is gonna lead to track number seven. Uh, how do you pronounce this? Catacomb. Catacomb. Hecatomb, I guess. Hecatomb. Catacomb. Hecatomb. <laughs> I'm a weird name. Yeah, we're back to lyrics. About time. We don't. This is only what our third or fourth one. Yeah. So obviously it's talking about you know catacombs and chambers and stuff. Someone you know, getting tortured. Someone restrained, and all of a sudden, all this bad shit starts happening. Anymore. Spires and shit coming out of her. Listen to that solo, dude. I know. Jeez.
I will say though, this album has been really good, but it's not quite as dark as some of the others. That's true. It's probably it probably it's probably evens out around the same to abysmal. Maybe a little bit less. Uh, I think so. Not quite as dark as Ever Black. Nowhere near as dark as Ritual. No. <laughs> All right. We are flying through. I know, we're almost done. We are almost done. Alright, so now let's move on to track number eight. Let's just call it as good as dead. That's an interesting way to start the song. Alright. Listen to that. about getting bitten, slowly healing the process of getting turned into a zombie and dying. I think you're right, because, I mean, that right there kind of confirms that appetite is lost. So it's about someone getting bit and someone restraining them, and this person slowly watching this person kind of fade away from life and slowly turning into it. Decomposing corpse and zombie. Yeah, like they, they chain them up so that obviously they can protect themselves. But at the same time, it's like they're watching them slowly succumb to the bite. Right. Maybe because of that song, they should have collaborated with Devil Wars Prada on their two zombie EPs. Right. Really, really well thought out. 
It's a really good song. I enjoyed that. Alright. Well, this is the end. This is track number nine. The last song on the album is called The Lonely Deceased. Sucks that the last song didn't have any lyrics. Yeah. Go ahead and look up this one too, just to, just because it's the last one. gets a sexual thrill from the act of cutting into and exploring their lifeless bodies. Oh my god, man, that's like so How many songs have they wrote about something like this? <laughs> There's been quite a few. They've all been different in their own ways, but right. they all kind of deal with some of the same shit. Like, same shit, different scenario, different people, different time period, different way. Different elements throughout this song. You can definitely hear 
like some experimentation coming through. Definitely. Like that, like that slowdown. The little slowdown. They just have. You hear those little notes in the background. What do you think about that? I thought it was a pretty solid album. We did have a, some dark songs on here, not as dark as like some of their previous work. This album was uh, a bit of a mix of like really heavy riff-focused songs, but then we also had like some slower songs towards the end of the album. Uh, I will say. I don't know if I would rate this as high as something as Ritual. Definitely rated above albums like Miasma and Unhallowed. I think for me, this is kind of slightly below Abysmal. I think I liked Abysmal a little bit more just because of like how twisted some of those lyrics were and then, you know, throughout that album. But this, not a bad album. Probably give it like maybe an 8 out of 10. Nice pretty much agree with you. I mean, it's better than the first two records. Uh, I'd probably say it's even a little bit better than Nocturnal as well. Right, right. Even though Nocturnal was like a fantastic album. Ritual and Everblack are like literally still like top tier right now. With Ritual for me personally being number one. And Everblack being number one for me. And Ritual being right below that. <laughs> Solid album though. It was a little bit shorter. I mean, all those tracks flew by so fast. Yeah, they did. Uh, like, we didn't even have to separate them. That's that, how quick it was. That's kind of one of my only complaints. Of, like, man, this was a quick album. It packed a punch, but not not as heavy compared to some of their previous works. Like, for example, if I, if I had just had to go through, like, I don't think it's as good as Ever Black or Ritual. It's probably tied with Abysmal. I think Abysmal is a little bit better. Definitely better than Miasma, Unhallowed, and like Deflorate. I don't know about Nocturnal. Like, I, I don't know where I would rate Nightbringers compared to Nocturnal. I guess those are kind of equal. Kind of neck and neck? Yeah, those are kind of equal for me. But if I had to rate like my top albums, it would be probably Ritual, then Everblack then Abysmal, and then either Nightbringers or Nocturnal, and then the rest kind of sorts itself out. But we got one more to go, so after we're done with that, that's when we can fully make our list. 
And I know a lot of people would probably disagree with us, but that's just our opinion. You know, some people are like, how can you put this album over this album? This album is the one that made them, and it's like, hey man, that's, that's just, just us. my opinion. <laughs> so for you, Ritual is still top tier. For me, Everblack is still top tier. Everblack is very close to Ritual, though, in my eyes. Because I'll tell you one thing, though. D Floor is pretty up there, too, because, like, we were kind of thrown off by the album cover. It's like, what the fuck is this shit right here? Right. But, dude, there was some dark shit on this album. There, yeah, there was. And, like, we didn't think it, we, we didn't think it would probably get any worse than that. And then Ritual came on the next week after that. And, oh, my God, man, this set a fucking standard. All these songs are, like, fucking horribly dark. Everback, not quite as dark, but pretty, still pretty dark. Instrumentally, though, Everblack was just a phenomenal album to listen to. Definitely. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Next week, we're going to wrap this thing up when we listen to their last album, Verminous. The last one before Trevor passed away. So uh, we're looking forward to doing that. And then right after we finish the album, we're going to do one more quick episode after that. And we're just going to tell you about our final thoughts on all these albums, what we thought about each one, we'll give you our rankings, you know, our order of which one we like the best to the worst. It's going to be an exciting time, so I want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and we'll see you all next week when we wrap this thing up.